0: Hello fellow adults. Welcome to This is Adulting, a podcast about, well, being an adult with your host, Jack and Danny. On today's episode, we'll be discussing gratitude and adult decision making with our guest and mega producer and also hair dye expert, Lindsay Olton. Bow, bow.
1: <laughs> hey, thanks guys for putting me in front of a microphone instead of behind it or behind a camera like I always am. You were <sighs> the perfect first <laughs> guest. I mean, I'm just kind of here anyway, so it works out timing wise.
0: Yeah, but well you're such a talented photographer. As much as like we love seeing you in front of a camera, you take such amazing pictures of people. Thank you. So we like you and in birds. all regards. And birds. And birds. And birds. Yeah. birds.
2: Have you ever, this is off topic already, but have you ever seen the Reddit... Um, channel the divorced birds. Divor- no, okay. Well, I'm going to show you after, okay, but it's to. like it's like pictures of birds, and it looks like they're like divorced ladies, and it's like Brenda showed off her new coat now that she's single and living life, and it's <laughs> amazing. So that we'll look at perfect. that after. Yeah, look it up, everyone else.
0: It's a divorce. It's
2: like <laughs> divorced birds or something.
1: I thought you were going to say birds with arms at first, because <laughs> that's always fun too. <laughs> look at all this advice anyway. you're getting from the start.
0: Okay, so just to let you guys know, I mean, I'm sure anybody that's new to following us, this is our third episode now, and this is our first real actual guest. Yes. So we are excited, and we, you know, with Lindsay being as close as she is to us, and just a little bit of background on Lindsay, she is our friend that we've met through Dodgeball. We've... Like it's Danny and I met through dodgeball. And so as it's you can always see, dodgeball. Always there's dodgeball. a theme here. Dodgeball seems to be a big theme and an important part of our lives, but it's brought great people to us. So we're going to start uh, this interview with Lindsay. Um, well, how about we have Lindsay tell us, how about you tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: Okay. So <laughs> it's always a tough question. Um, professionally, I'm a chemist. So I'm an expert at cleaning products and cleaning things. Um, uh, For hobbies and whatnot, I like all sorts of arts, photography, drawing, painting... Any kind of that. And very dodgeball. Ta- very talented. Yeah, of, very course, talented. of course, you have to put dodgeball there. But um, as the years go on, my dodgeball career seems to be getting shorter and shorter. As <laughs> I, ju- <laughs> I get Jack yeah, <laughs> your as, old man knees.
0: <laughs> yeah, the knees, the legs, <laughs> the arms. Like, as you get older and you play sports, things are going to break sometimes. They're just going to break or they're going to start deteriorating. I don't know.
2: <laughs> but as your dodgeball time goes down, you're... Why Nona Earp love goes up. It goes up. Yeah. Exactly. It's yes. another one of your big it hobbies. It is a big
1: hobby that I unexpectedly picked up. <laughs> like, let's join this crazy television fandom and travel around meeting people that are into it.
2: That's one of our ideas. We got to go to a conference. Go to a con. Or yes. a convention, I Convention. Mean. Like a.
0: Comic Con, yeah, yeah but like, like been y- to one? No,
2: but specifically Together. the Y Nona Go to one. Tr- the one in Toronto. Yeah,
1: in, in August. Right,
0: because that is ash- an actual like
1: Calgary Expo. You do Calgary Expo.
0: It's the, it's focused mainly on
1: just on the show on, well, the, on
0: the show, right? Yeah, yeah that's a, a yeah. pretty cool. There's
1: a number of conventions all around the world. We're gonna world, get. A, just, we're gonna
2: try to get yeah. in with like very niche groups. Yeah. So first, we're gonna try to infiltrate the Y Nona Erpers, <laughs> the Erpers, the Erpers, pretty close, yeah.
0: Well, first we have to watch. I've never watched the show. You should watch so it. It's, uh, it's
1: pretty cool. looks pretty um, interesting. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> all
0: right. Well, let's get into our layout now. Um, right. The best. First of all, we'll, I'll ask you, what's the best thing about being an adult?
1: The best thing about being an adult is just being able to choose kind of whatever I want to do.
0: <laughs> I love that. As you know,
1: adult. and I mean, I have the privilege to be able to do that. Yeah, I can join a crazy fandom. I can play <laughs> dodgeball. I can decide to help out with the podcast. I can, <laughs> uh, yeah, pick up whatever hobbies that, you know, whatever makes me happy, basically. That's kind of my favorite thing about, yeah, being an adult.
2: It's like a double edged sword, though, I think, and without getting into negatives. Uh, it's, you, you know, you have all these things on your plate and suddenly you're like, oh no, no, I have responsibility that I have to make sure that, you know, I'm, I'm accountable for all of these things that I signed up for. That's how I feel.
1: Oh, I, yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> yeah. I agree. I mean, yeah, it's fun right now, but <laughs> wait until I'm editing the 50th episode. Exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's, it's Lizzie's like, I wait right. <laughs> <laughs> can't. you can't no, quit we, can't quit. we no will never fire you but you can't quit you just you just can't there's no quitting
1: in podcasting no
2: not especially now that we have all this equipment we have equipment we have chairs we have headphones we're set
0: we have a studio in jack's basement we do <laughs> it's
2: very serious we went from zero to a hundred very quickly yeah,
0: it happened but you know what when you want something that bad, you just go for it. And I've always been kind of like that. When there's like something I want, I go right for it. Just like my YouTube channel that is almost non-existent now because when I was hurt, I didn't have anything to do. (laughs) I felt like starting a YouTube channel and I started. I got a new camera and all that stuff and I went for it. Put on a couple episodes and then I was like, all right, I I'm. I have to work now and I don't have time to start my YouTube channel.
2: So like <laughs> what we were just talking about, lots of
0: responsibility yeah. But this
2: time now you have, this is going to be different because you're accountable to me yes. and Lindsay. And yes. you got
1: support.
0: You That's got true. Support. When I was doing it alone, it was harder. Like it was hard to yeah. just like dedicate the time and, you know, but now with the support and the fact that like I have like, it's just easier with people else yeah. to help push you and motivate you and like to like bounce ideas off and like the hype that i got from danny and when i was driving her (laughs) we got really excited about doing this podcast and it's i'm I'm just excited for all we have that what's to come now on that note on the opposite note what's the worst thing about being an adult
1: i mean i kind of like what danny said about the double-edged sword and that's what i was thinking about the best and worst thing are kind of the same like being able to, like, having the freedom to choose all these different things to do and make all these decisions, but sometimes you have to make some really difficult decisions, and...
2: Cool. <laughs> and we'll get there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> We're going to get to
2: difficult decisions a little bit later. We've all been there, yeah.
1: And, you know, just the general responsibilities in life, you know, yeah. maintaining vehicles, and the, day- the day-to-day the day stuff that you don't have to do when you're a kid, and you oh, have yeah. parents that are taking care of you, and you don't have to worry about that, right? Yeah, so, which I reminds mean, me...
2: Oh, go ahead, Lindsay. This yes, is
1: a very uh, generic, broad, worst part of adulting. But
2: Jack, I really need my oil change
0: soon.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's very important.
0: <laughs> um, let me Next, s- we'll next figure week. It out. Okay. We'll figure it out. Let's not figure it out on the podcast. <laughs> we only have we'll a limit amount everyone. of time. Oh,
1: yeah, we should talk about schedules and <laughs> calendars and all that fun stuff.
0: You know, that's that <laughs> calendar that I made was just for the podcast because I usually don't ever use calendars. Oh, That's crazy. But it, you know, now that I look at it, I look at it every morning, yeah, and every night about what I have to do the next day. And uh,
2: <laughs> every day it's the same sports. <laughs> sports. I got more sports. But
0: it's now I don't have to like because I'm trying to stay off my phone as much as I can. Like with my new kind of vision on life, mm-hmm. I've noticed that I was on my phone way too much. So now, instead of like looking on the calendar on my phone, which leads to looking at Facebook or looking at Instagram, I just go into my room and I look at my calendar, like, what do I have tomorrow? What do I prepare for? You know? And I'm like, and it's very helpful this calendar business. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it can be such a time drain like the the, the phones. Yeah. Right? You, and when your schedule's already so packed, it's yeah. like how much time are you wasting when like you could put that time to be like such better use. Uh,
0: it always leads to something else. Do
1: either of you have iPhones? No.
0: No. Oh, okay. Why Rude. Would I have an iPhone.
2: Rude, but there's a there's a Do screw- I look like okay. a millionaire? Okay. Okay. I'm just kidding. We'll <laughs> yes, just you down. do, actually everyone. He's wearing gold chains and he's sitting <laughs> on a gold throne. So yes, he does look like a millionaire. But um there's a screen time a new feature called screen time on the on the iPhones and it records like it tells you exactly how long you've had your screen on oh, each day. Really and then it like compiles like info for a week. Um but it also like breaks down like were you on podcasts, right. were you on messages, were you on Facebook, were you on and um, it's devastating to look at how much time my screen yeah. is on? on.
0: Yeah, that's why you're, That's why if you come here on Sunday and your battery is low. Yeah, my you battery is always low. use my iPhone low. charger.
2: But you know what? I also have 20,000 photos on my phone, so I, I need to clear yeah, that out.
0: That's, that's having, a lot. All about but having a child. You know what?
2: We're not here to talk about me. We're here <laughs> to talk about Miss Lindsay. Yes. And yes. we need to learn m- more about Lindsay. So I think that uh, I would love to learn. I, I actually would love to learn. Who influenced Lindsay to yeah. be the amazing human that she is? Me as
0: well.
1: Yeah. Um. So I guess I have to start with uh mm. with my parents. Yeah, absolutely. Start with my parents. Um, and yeah, growing up, they always gave me a lot of freedom, a lot of individuality. They they never really forced like gender norms on me. I was like, yeah. I, Play with Ninja Turtles and go do karate and baseball or whatever the heck you want to do. They they basically did it. My mom was always in the hardware store. My mom and dad working together on like home improvement projects and like just like really solid role models that kind of helped me be like the, the individual that I am today.
0: Do you have any siblings?
1: I do. I have a I have a younger brother. Yeah. Did I, have a I know brother. this
0: about? Lindsay? I think have I
1: have. You probably have not met I my brother. I don't think I've no. ever
0: met your brother. No. But that's how how much younger is he? Three years. Three years. Oh, yeah. what's his name? Jason. Jason. Wilson. Shout
1: out Jason. Jason. Jason also listens or watches Winona Earp. Oh, <laughs> oh good. That's Another awesome. one. Wion- Has he gone to the convention? Wyn- Wyn- no, 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 no. He hasn't. He's not that hardcore yet. No, not that hardcore. <laughs> no. <laughs> the
0: Venn
2: diagram of this is adulting fans and Earpers is getting smaller. It is. Yeah. No. Bigger. 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 Covering more ground. Oh.
0: Yes. Covering yeah. more ground. <laughs> getting bigger. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So far, it's Lindsay and Jason.
0: Yeah, Well, that's good. Um, so your yeah. parents, parents have been a big I- yeah. influence on yeah. who uh, you are today.
1: Absolutely. Um, I'm very fortunate. And it comes from talking with a lot of people. And a lot of people in the Erper, uh community, you have a lot of um, LGBTQ people and talking with about a lot of their experiences and growing up with like religion mm-hmm. and strict gender norms. And then coming out and having to deal with all of that shame and whatnot that's kind of been like built in from childhood and right. I didn't have yeah. to deal with that but um, but personally personally I didn't it was a lot easier for like for myself to, mm. to kind of um, come to terms with I guess
2: and I think that like as you get older and you can reflect on what your family situation is like the even things that you thought at the time were tough or like are hard when you compare to other families you're like I was really
0: lucky yeah absolutely well, yeah you know there's always that the things you see on TV and stuff like that like the way society views things and that's I think that's why like the the norm or just the propaganda behind coming out has been so hard for people because it is it's it's it takes away from what society is trying to put on us yeah right and so that's it's hard it it just people imagine it as being really hard so like I'm sure the the road going to getting ready to come out was hard and like very scary it was it
1: was harder I think than it actually was Um, which reminds me of a very funny like college 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 humor? humor Yeah. Video. Of this guy is like coming out, and like everyone's like, "Yeah, cool." Yeah, yeah. They, they just kind of this, expected it from him. Yeah, again, they're like, "Yeah, cool," and he's just like getting increasingly, increasingly frustrated. He's <laughs> like, "This is supposed to be my big moment," and um, and uh, yeah, and a lot of it was like there was like all this hype leading up to it, and then it was like, "Oh yeah, cool," especially with like friends, which yeah. was a which was another um thing that I put on my list of people who have influenced me, just like the collection of friends that I've made through. Uh, but you're already through dodgeball yeah Um, Yeah. that's kind of been a big part of my life and i don't yeah it's just such a good accepting group of people Mm -hmm. um and yeah lots of lots of solid inspiration uh from my friend circle yeah
2: well and it's it's interesting how the i mean this is maybe inside baseball but the dodgeball group is is ever growing and so I can think about when I first started in dodgeball like you had already been in dodgeball for you know a number of years and so you have friends from that time and and then the friends that you're even like meeting now um what a wide range of of people
1: yeah and it's it's quite it's quite the interesting group of people and um and even though and that's changed over the yeah like the 12 12 years I think that I've wow. been playing that I've been playing dodgeball and Has it been twelve for you. Yeah, I think it's oh. twelve years. It's I think I mean, it's uh,
0: ten for me now. Yeah. But yeah, that's it's a decade now. Yeah, that that's yeah.
1: Ball. And yeah, it's been changing. Like I've been kind of shifting away a little bit um, yeah. because I'm not playing as much, not seeing people as much, and just being kind of accepting of that uh, of that change because mm-hmm. it happens. You don't see people as often and. Uh, then you kind of got to pick and choose your time wisely. Yeah, that's, yep. right? that's all about becoming an adult. <laughs> right, it's
0: time management. Time
1: management. Oh you're gonna <laughs> lose some
0: fr- good friends along the way, mm-hmm. but it's it's all because of both roads, like both both stories on on each side. Everyone has a reason why people drift apart, mm-hmm. you, know? you know. So that's that's the toughest part about being an adult. Sometimes is especially when you have start having families and kids and stuff like that. People grow apart because they don't have as much time. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's hard.
1: Any other influences? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, when I filled out the form and did all that. i um, <laughs> thinking like, so yeah, friends and family, obviously, because I spend a lot of time. But then I started thinking about media and, uh, and whatnot. And I have to say, um, reading Dan Savage is uh, a huge influence on my life. Um, he does for, like a
2: lot of like sex positive. You, yeah,
1: he's a uh, he's a like an advice col- columnist. Ah, yeah, sex positive. Um, and during university, I'd read his column. I think it, I want to say it was it was either in C or View, one mm-hmm. of the one of the two uh, free magazines in Edmonton. And I'd sit and read it on the bus. And uh, yeah, it just gave me a really open mind. Right. like just reading about everyone's different questions and experiences and I think that was kind of my first like, introduction to non-monogamy polyamory it kind of just planted that seed in my head like hey this is a this is a thing you can do yeah <laughs> possibly
0: it it is I've been doing a lot of reading up on it um lately just to understand it a little more because I've always been intrigued with open relationships and how they work but uh it's a complicated and very, it's just a hard thing to do, but it's not for, definitely not for everybody.
2: Yeah. And if you, but if you meet Lindsay, I think that something that you would influence other people is, is the way that you can speak about, um, love and how it's, you know, open relationships or polyamory. Um, like you just do it so well and with like so much care and um like it just is so genuine and i and i'm constantly like telling people like which seems crazy like (laughs) that i'm telling people your story but i'm always like my friend Lindsay, she's polyamorous and it's amazing and she has this you know like these people and these people and and it's just so like um, harmonious because in the end, deep down, we've talked about this before, that open communication is, is what matters whether you're in a monogamous, monogamous relationship or an open relationship yeah. where you Absolutely. need to be talking and communicating.
1: Absolutely. And I think maybe it's like, I, th- I feel like in, in polyamory or non-monogamy, I think you have to do it a little bit more just because of the, just the number of people involved. Right. Yeah. Right. It's, <laughs> and just, I'm
0: sure it's hard for, um, to be able to talk about the fact that like your partner is with is going to be with other people, yeah. But to to hold that in for for even like safety reasons, right? Like and just like knowing who you've been with and th- the details don't have to be like broad, but just the like s- just knowing.
1: Yes, oh, ab- absolutely
0: is a good thing. Like just knowing yeah. that, you know. It's hard sometimes to think about, but I'm sure mm-hmm. it's it's just as important.
1: Oh, it is. Yeah. Yeah. That open communication is, and, and some of the conversations are really difficult. Like it's, oh. it's, it's hard work. It's, it's challenging. But in the end, I find it pretty rewarding. And, <laughs> and even though you do say it's like, it's harmonious, it's, and, and whatnot, but it is, it's challenging. And yeah. I doubt, I doubt myself a, a fair bit, but kind but of. But I think that, I think it's a
2: perfect topic for under this category of this is adulting is like, when, when I think about your level, and like you said, there's lots of other pieces, but the level of open communication versus what we would have been at 17, you know, 16 with my first boyfriend. And it's like, this is it. You're the one, Mm -hmm. like, we're going to be married forever. And there's no reflection because, our brains aren't even developed enough no. to have that no. kind of reflection. <laughs> no. um, and so for, for you to be able to reflect and always be able to put forward what you actually want, um, or maybe not always, but to be able to have those conversations of like, this is what I actually want is such an adult thing to me. Yeah,
0: absolutely. That's mm-hmm. a big decision to, to be able to do something like that. Yeah. Um, especially knowing that it's going to be hard. It's going to be a little more difficult than just having a normal relationship with someone. It's going to be, you have to go through a lot more hurdles and stuff like that. Oh,
1: oh, totally. And you have to be good at kind of recognizing and understanding your own feelings. Um, Like say when it comes to jealousy is, is like, what's kind of break it down. It's like, what's, what's causing it? Is it, is it maybe because you're not getting your needs met or is it more kind of an envy thing? Is it something that you want? Is it something (coughs) that you need to work on internally? Or is it something that you need to discuss, like with your partners, and be like, "Hey, you know, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling down. I feel like I need a bit more, more time. What, what can we do to work on that?" As opposed to, just getting angry and sulking, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> right, um, yeah. Just being open with yourself and honest about your own feelings. And uh, well, I yeah. think
0: I think a lot of people find that the hardest thing to do mm-hmm. is trying to just express yourself. To the other person and what you're feeling and what you want and your needs. Because sometimes it's hard when that person, d- you might be scared that person won't understand.
1: Yeah. And which is, again, totally applicable in any, any relationship. Any relationship. Whether it's monogamous, whether it's a friendship, whether it's family, whether it's a work colleague or anything like that.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, I, and I think this is a really good segue into our main topic today, which is um, adult decision making. And, um, I think that you are a perfect person to talk about some of the big decisions that you've had to make. I mean, we're touching on, on a big, a big topic here, but th- you know, this hasn't been your always, um, this hasn't been your relationship status, no, hasn't it has always not. been this. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, do you want to talk a little bit about that or do you want to just go into other yeah, stuff? I,
1: I can talk a little bit about that. So I mean, like long, long story short, <laughs> I did the, the whole high school sweetheart, move out together, basically were married, um, mm, yeah, and then uh, then had to make like together. How long th-
0: were you guys together for? Fourteen years. Fourteen years. Yeah,
1: that house and everything, and Four. and we did life we did life well together for yes. that. That point in our lives, the people we were at that time did life very well together. And then we get to the point where we have to make the decision. It's like, I think we're going to be happier. And I don't want to say ending the relationship, Mm -hmm. but just changing it. Right. Right. Because yeah, he is still like one of my best friends and the, the foundation of that friendship is just ridiculous. Right. Like think about everything that like we started and went through and came out the other side as, and he's a person that I know I could call up (laughs) and be like, Hey, yeah, yeah, we need to like, I need help whatever yeah. right so and i don't think that you could
2: like not a lot of people could go through that um and and remain as close as you guys are because i think again going back to that honesty piece having those really tough conversations mm-hmm. of the why um and then how does this look going forward and putting aside um you know a lot of stuff i just you know, I love you both. I, uh, Lindsay's ex is one of my best friends as well. Um, and and But my favorite story is that he recently got married and Lindsay was the best human? Best person. Best person. Best person. Best yeah. person. And I think awesome. that that's an incredible um, story because they, I mean, they were together for 14 years. Yeah. They know each other better than most people. Mm-hmm.
0: It's, yeah, it's something that, you know, I think a lot of people would love to have just the ability to, because a lot of times when you share a life that long with someone, you you build that connection and to just like cut it off like that would be so hard to do. Like one of the hardest things yeah, to do. Yeah, it would be yeah,
1: super difficult. Right? So to be
0: able to work through that with going through the hardships of just being honest with each other and knowing what could come from that is the those kind of adult decisions you have to make, mm-hmm. right? It's like you know that Telling the truth about something is going to hurt, but you'll get through it, you know? Yeah. So that's... uh, I think... Like, I, I love that. I love what you guys have, especially when I knew that when he asked you to be a, such a big part of his life, I yeah. envy that.
1: Yeah, it's just... It's fantastic. Like, it couldn't have... <laughs> gone any any better really for what it was right um so so yeah so I started off you know with that you know society's dream (laughs) (laughs) right and then like completely took it in a like (laughs) off-road it's like I got off the highway and just yeah just went off-road into a polyamorous relationship and uh yeah haven't looked back I mean you never really know what you're gonna be, 10, 20 years in the future. Um, I think that scares a
0: lot of people, not knowing yeah what's gonna happen. Because like, even though I, I, I when I'm in long term relationships, I I hate this about myself, but I fear around the through like three and a half year mark. Yeah. Because in my past relationships, that's when things change, and change as in like some some people like my significant other or myself feel different about the relationship. And it's at that point now you have to make the decision. Well, are we going to stay together and work at it or are we just going to split? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's, you know, it's inevitable, inevitable, even in marriages and stuff like that. And that's why I'm terrified to get married because of that sp- time.
1: Yeah. Th- yeah I mean, we're always changing, yeah. we're always changing. Right. So, and it's like, and if you're, you know, if you're with someone and you kind of change together and stay on the same path, and mm-hmm. you know, that relationship lasts, lasts longer. But that only
0: happens with lots of communication. Exactly. Like a yeah. lot of communication. And so like that's, if, if you don't have that, that's, you're going to struggle because that's when, you know, you, you keep a lot of feelings inside that you need to, that need to come out expressed through communication. Right. But Yeah.
1: So yeah, that was a that was a pretty major, uh, major life decision. A major decision, yeah. Yeah, and then.
0: But things happen for a reason, right? Yeah, it came but, out, yeah. and you you came out, you, you came out a better human. You both did mm-hmm. because you guys had this l- lesson to learn, and I think it was great.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't take it back. I wouldn't take a different path. Right. Yeah. But
2: for anyone who's listening, who, um, is on that verge of having to make that decision, it is so like not your specific decision, but we can all think of times where, you know, you have to kind of make that leap without knowing that there's going to be a soft landing somewhere along the way. And so for anyone, um, who's listening, maybe talk about how making that decision, um, for yourself, because as much as there was discussing together for yourself, um, how, how does the decision making process go when, when it is such a big leap? Um, you know, how did that go for you?
1: It was tough. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was not, it was not easy. Um, but I don't know, you just kind of reach a point where it's just realized that this is not sustainable. Right. And you just have to kind of do something about it one way or another. And, yeah. Yeah, and just, just give her, just go for it. Just oh yeah. Gotta <laughs> you just got to take that leap. Yeah. yeah. And it's, and it's, it's difficult, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Just have to push through. It's easy to say, yeah, just push through. Just, but it's, but
2: it's, right. But people um, really enjoy staying in what they know mm-hmm. um, because it's easy, because that they don't have to zone. worry about, well, comfort zone and, and they like, even what their peers would think if they, yeah. uh, they made a choice. And that's from like changing a job, cutting your hair, like, mm-hmm. you know, anything, anything that is going to be a change from your norm. Um, there's like this worry that people won't accept the choice. And as you get older, I think that you realize
1: who cares. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I've done that for sure. Like back in the day, I used to have super, super long hair and then it just gradually got shorter and shorter and shorter. And I've been thinking like, Oh, well, what do people think, yeah. What do people think? Like running right. around with all this short hair, but then I yeah, reached a point where I was like, I don't really care. And I am going to diet blue Yeah. and pink and green and still <laughs> yes. still kind of be able to work that into like a professional look
0: yeah uh, i can't even right? remember you with long hair anymore you
1: never met me with I long hair oh okay no okay. no that was um i got it like cut real short in university oh, yeah wow. like real yeah i now want to university. imagine it <laughs> <laughs> what does lindsay old look like long with long hair. hair okay well i know a
2: really good um someone who's really good at what's that photoshop yeah her name is lindsay she's sitting beside us. <laughs> so lindsay you can uh, photoshop, photoshop some, us what some, color was your long hair brown it was
0: brown. It brown Yeah,
1: dark brown
0: I'm trying to picture right now yeah. i just i know lindsay olton as short-haired yeah whatever color and That's how I know. Yeah, Lindsay. so
1: so
2: you need to know that Lindsay, the front of her hair is bleached, right? Like
1: it's not even bleached anymore because I have enough gray hair. Okay, so Lindsay has enough
2: gray hair <laughs> that she can dye it. But we went to Mexico a few years ago, and Lindsay's hair at the time was pink. And we went into the pool, and Lindsay's hair <laughs> came out like blonde. And so I was like, "Oh my gosh, you look so different with just blonde in the front of your hair." But anyways, yeah, now it, she's, it, now was, now it was she's bleached at blue. the time. Yeah. yeah,
1: no, now I'm into blue because it blends in with the gray hair. Um, but that's another thing. I was like, I don't care that I have, like, I think the gray hair looks pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, not going to bother with covering it up if someone has an issue with it. Here's a tissue. Exactly.
0: (laughs) But you know, it, um, it speaks wonders for your personality as well. Like it's like your hairstyle is like so wild and like, but like, I think people find you very approachable because of the fact that you, you just, you look fun with your hair like that. Yeah,
1: <laughs> again, decisions, right? Yeah. My decision to not color my hair, yeah. right? I always, I think about um, well,
2: the power of hindsight, right? And, and I wish that I could give myself, I could bottle and give myself 10 years ago, the ability to know that no matter what decision I make and whether it ends up, um, you know, with consequences that I could be seen as good or bad, um, it doesn't matter. Like it, it's the path that you're on and, and you make the choice and then you live with it and, um, and it's all going to work out. And so, yeah, that's, you definitely have had a lot of those choices lately yes, or no. recently.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it certainly seems like it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know what else about like decisions around that. Um, I mean, I guess a big one is at, at the time it's less so now, but deciding like, when and like how to come out to people. Right. You know, about like yeah. um my relationship style is definitely a decision. My sexuality is not a decision. Right. <laughs> but um but kind of coming up out about both of those at the same time. It's like, yeah, how am I going to tell friends? I mean, that was easy. Yeah. <laughs> friends, friends are easy. Family was more difficult. Um work, it ended up being a bit of a crisis and I needed to leave and then I decided, okay, I need to tell my I need to tell my bosses about my relationships because just like disappear and right without kind of any reason and they're both hey yeah cool right <laughs> yeah <laughs> bring them to the Christmas party <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's good though yeah they, they, uh,
2: did they say bring them to the Christmas party yeah that's amazing yeah, yeah. I did not
1: realize that so yeah. sorry so,
0: um you had to leave work yeah I had to leave
1: work for a family emergency
0: oh okay okay
1: yeah but I wasn't out about being uh, polyamorous at work yeah okay um, no one knew that I was in a relationship or anything. Are you, are you close <laughs> so with your
0: coworkers, like the people that you work with? Yeah, day? I am. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm close with so my coworkers. So it just yeah. And just I've been it.
1: again in that uh, job for twelve years, wow, or so. So yeah,
0: but it's a job you enjoy. It right? is a job that yeah. I enjoy.
1: And yeah, and it w- is. And
2: we're not even including um, the piece about telling people about you and Chris breaking up. Oh yeah, like even that alone is it was a big tell. Like when you told you know me and amber like we basically refused to let you guys break up we we were like we will yeah. not accept this as yeah. an option but i mean of course we are we're happy with whatever made you guys happy yeah. but even that piece of like your are like people being like what but chris and you are always together like that's how
1: it's gonna be and 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 navigating that <clears throat> was uh was was interesting because we didn't you know with the shared social circle is massive shared social Mm -hmm. circle we didn't want to like just upset the boat too much and because we were like it was amicable it was um it was kind of easier easier to do that um but the most difficult thing i found was uh at, at the time was a dealing with the potential like loss of family Right. Um. I knew Chris was always going to be in my life. <laughs> whatever. So I was like, yeah, we're just, we're changing or not. But I was kind of worried about that, uh, losing that connection with, with the uh, family, which, which didn't really happen because I kind of branched out and reached out and mm-hmm. said, Hey, you know, let's still be in each other's lives. Yeah. And, uh, and then uh, the, the other part that was difficult was almost kind of dealing with that, like shame of failure. It was like this failed. <laughs> But then, you know, when you sit and, and think about it, it was a successful relationship. Yeah. Um, and going kind of back to uh, my influences, um, one of my favorite things that I've like read from Dan Savage was he was like, it's completely ridiculous to have this standard that the only successful relationship is when <laughs> one of the people dies. Right. Right, and, like and I would say, I would
2: your romantic relationship was a success, you guys continue to have a successful relationship. Oh, absolutely. Um, as as friends, like, and the way that we are able to talk about this right now yep. is is such a sign of like, a, a lot of your relationships are so super successful. Um, all of them, I would and say.
1: Yeah, I I definitely would say yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know. Pick good people. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Um, well
0: and like calling calling relationships that don't work out because you guys found something out about each other, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say is a fail. Oh no. You know, it's no. when you guys when you found out what you both needed, that's that's success in both oh, both I, your lives. Right? It absolutely. You can move is. on to your next relationships knowing that and it's it's just it's a life lesson. Yeah. Right? Calling it a failure, calling it anything like that a failure, like any step that progresses you forward isn't a failure mm-hmm. it's just another step in your life to move on to something better you know
2: so what do we tell you know any of our listeners and i'm sure it there it's limited because i'm sure it's just my mom and my sisters <laughs> listening
0: uh, my sister and too, your sister. Okay, okay. and my and, friends. I'm pretty
1: sure all my partners listen. Okay. All right, <laughs> so, okay, so we're we at, least at least yes. 20. Okay, at least 20. I'll start dating more people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll start listening. <laughs> <20. laughs> no, just kidding. I don't okay. have enough room okay. in my calendar. <laughs> Again, this
2: Venn diagram. We need the earpers. <laughs> the we earpers. need Lindsay's yeah. partners and family. I'm sure, some of, I'm sure
1: yeah. some of my earpers will listen too.
2: Now, so what do we say to yeah. some of our younger listeners who you know are starting to have to make those adult decisions? What what kind of advice would you give them?
1: My advice would be to like take some time to think about the decision, um, and try and look at it as objectively as possible. Especially with the difficult decisions when there's a lot of emotion involved. Um, if you can find a time where you're like f- like feeling feeling less overwhelmed or whatnot to sit and kind of work through work through the pros and cons, I guess. Um, yeah, before you make that decision, mm-hmm. and um, talk it over with other people right? It's always, I do that all the time. I'm sure you know, Danielle, I always bounce ideas off of you. And, you know, when I, I know I need to communicate, I'm like, ah, I need to do, I need to have this talk. How does this sound? And yeah. And then just bounce ideas off of other people. Um, kind of use those friend and family resources. I think the support group with your friends is the
0: most, one of the most important things because, well, any youth, or like younger adult that has to go through a stuff they have their best friends that will that to talk to about right to talk to them about it and because those are the people that you can trust the most you know that won't judge you and stuff like that I'm hoping at least yeah
2: <laughs> well and it, but I think when us in our 30 year old brains you know it's, it's hard to remember what it's like being 20 and making sure that your best friends are your best friends mm-hmm. and that they are um you know, have your best interest in that. They're not going to take what you tell them, you know, they're vu- the vulnerable stuff and, and, and pass it on. Um, I had something that uh, meant a lot to me when I was going through whatever in my twenties. And it, it's that quote that basically says, I think it's by Ralph Waldo Emerson. Emerson where it's three in three words, I can sum up everything I know about life. It goes on. Um and that it doesn't matter what, what has happened it doesn't matter um, today tomorrow like life continues to move and I think about that every time I have to go to the dentist because I hate going to the dentist and I think <laughs> okay no matter what in one hour this will be will over be whether it's uh, painful or not it will be over because time will keep moving and that got me through a lot of like breakups where it was like in a year this will be nothing yep. mm-hmm. um, it hurts now or it sucks right now but life will keep moving and each day will i'll keep going but again that's hindsight and as you know for 20 year olds it's not so easy yeah no no,
1: absolutely
0: (laughs) yeah it's a mental challenge for younger adults that have no experience especially when it first first happens to them Mm -hmm. it's hard to really know what to do and where to go with that right you know because you don't know you don't have the experience of it happening but like now it's easier to move on because you know you've been through that exact feeling Mm -hmm. you know that feeling of heartbreak and you know um that that hurt and you know it gets better right because you've gone through it before
2: right that heartbreak or coming out or you know any really anything that you have to go through life
1: challenge right
2: (laughs) yeah it's like you just gotta knock one down and then another one's gonna come up eventually but you've learned something from the first one and um
0: super important they're all life lessons in this road
2: yeah (laughs) (laughs) what do we have next
0: well do you have any other like knowledge that you want to pass on like some some
2: um, adult advice for some other adults
1: um i mean even talking about friendship i can't like i can't stress enough how important it is to like you know keep a strong circle of friends whether it's whether it's five friends or 20 friends um yeah, it's important to to keep those in mind. Um, sometimes I feel like with relationships, it's like, oh, this is my this is my person, this is my one person, and especially when it's something's new, you kind of get caught up and whatnot. And I was like, don't don't neglect your friendships because those are super, super important. And just because you don't sleep with your friends doesn't necessarily mean they're not as important. <laughs> if that makes sense. <laughs> um, there's still a great deal of love uh, to to go around so right. what is it
0: with like like your close circle of friends that something that you share with all of them like there's like something that like i know that with a lot of my friends like any of my close friends there's always like the, a mutual respect mm-hmm. and like open communicate like honesty and stuff oh, like that oh
1: absolute like, honest open communication uh with with friends and even yeah even bouncing lots of really difficult ideas and and potential conversations um um, sometimes within my romantic relationships, like I know I need to have a conversation, but I will often kind of just bounce ideas off of friends first and mm-hmm. be like, Hey, like, what do you think about this? I'm having a tough time. Um, and then just get all the <laughs> encouragement and support and then I can kind of approach that, uh, that conversation. Yeah. So yeah. No, I, um, I
2: do think it's super important to mm-hmm. make sure that your friends always know, um, how important they are to you. I think, um, unfortunately having lost friends um you know you never know when something can happen and it's really important that like that it's never taken for granted that um somebody is with you and in person now um yeah if I could if I had all the money in the world the first thing I would do is start like a um I kind of want to make like some sort of company where you do it's, okay, this is really morbid, but it's called pre funerals. And it's like roast, like before somebody's oh gone. Right, because yeah. I'm like. Funerals are always so lovely because no, they're not lovely, but they're they can be lovely because there's so much sharing of funny stories mm-hmm. and memories that you've had of that person, and the person who should be hearing it isn't there, and so that
0: would be my So then to hear it before. Oh, I would
2: love you know. love love love. I think yeah. that everyone should have a roast or a you know a love fest a where love fest. I like that love fest um, where the you know you're the person that gets gets all the love, and I think that that um, I. Th- I think everyone deserves that,
1: yeah.
0: Oh, absolutely. And I think it is. And that's, it, it, a lot of people don't do it enough where they sh- tell their friends how much they mean to them. Right. Because sometimes people, like if friends have falling outs or anything like that and the last thing you said and to them is something that you didn't want them to hear. Mm-hmm. You know, like I see my best friend once or twice a year. He's been my best friend for over 30 years now like we went to kindergarten together and we've done so much growing up now he has like a family with two kids and he's busy with work all the time and so it's like I don't get to see him but he, I call him my best friend still even though we only see each other twice a year because we always pick up where we left off without any kind of grudges or anything mm-hmm. you know like it's not like oh you're supposed to be my best friend I'm supposed to see you every day or we're supposed to talk every day or something mm-hmm. no it's not like that my best friend is someone that I only see twice a year, and on his birthday, I bring him Famoso pizza, mm-hmm. and we just talk about like how we're doing, because after a year worth of not seeing each other, we have lots to talk about. But I, we, we both see each other on Facebook and stuff like that. We see all what we're up to, and that's what I love about Facebook, is that I can see what they're up to. Mm-hmm. They're not They're not showing everything on Facebook, but we get together, we have our pizza, we talk, and we have a good time, and then I leave feeling good about our friendship Mm -hmm. yeah you know so that's friendship is some people take friendship in different different ways
1: yeah Yeah. no absolutely which and then you guys talking about that you know being grateful kind of ties into my other bit of adult advice is just um in my experience in in relationships and and whatnot um things are easier to sustain if if everyone shows gratitude towards each other oh absolutely yeah, and and any relationship again, friendship, romantic relationship, colleagues, wh- whatever. Like, yeah, show show gratitude. Uh, if one of my partners cooks me dinner. <laughs> I say thank you every single time. It doesn't matter if it's every day. It's always thank thanks for thanks for cooking dinner. Or
0: if you're expecting it, you know, like in, if exactly. it's your birthday and you know that she's making you dinner, it's just like yeah. Thank this was awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much. You yeah. know, it even, goes a long way.
1: Exactly. Even just the little day to day things, always saying, yeah, thank you for this. Thank you for that. Yeah, Thanks for being a good friend or, or whatever. Do
2: you think it's important to know, um, and I don't even mean this romantically, but understanding other people's like love languages, like yes. some people thank you, um, is great, but you know, an, you doing something back. So, okay, you're going to, you're going to make dinner, then I'll do the dishes. Like, that's going to be more of a gratitude for them.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yep, understanding. Yeah, because there is different ways to show gratitude. It's, yeah. not, it's not always... Yeah, just by, by words. It could right. be by actions. I mean, it could be by both right? too, right? I mean, I, I tend to say thank you for dinner and then I also do the dishes. Oh, that's so. lovely. <laughs> and I buy a gift
2: and I spend quality time, time. Yeah. <laughs> and then I give them a back rub. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just did all five love languages. Bam, <laughs> covered. <laughs> no, I think that that is um, really important. And I think that even having that kind of conversation with a friend, what, what do you need from me? um you know like how can i make you feel better because you mean a lot to me and lindsay knows this um but recently i was having a really tough time and so i reached out to you know some of my closest friends and just said like i need i need help right now my bucket is empty i, I really i need some help remembering to like love myself and i got the nicest letters from all these people that i care about because Because they care and, and, you know, it's not often that that we ask each other Mm -hmm. um, to give that like in such an amount, you know, like we'll often kind of joke like, oh, I look ugly today. And everyone's like, no, you don't. Um, but, but it was a a serious thing and I, and I needed it and, and my friends and Lindsay was one of them and Jack, I'm sure if I would have asked you, no offense.
0: um, My novel would have been (laughs) too long for you to read. So amazing, Danny. (laughs) I love you. Okay.
2: Thank you. Thank you. But I, you know, I, I ended up making this little book. It's called my like self-esteem file and it's just meant to be like a place for me to prop myself up. And I'm so lucky to have the friends that I do, um, who were willing to do that. Uh, for me so and being able to
1: ask yeah being able to ask for that help can be difficult Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and uh, sometimes if you don't ask it then people don't necessarily know that you're you're struggling with something and it might be a you know a a minor thing to do or an enjoyable thing to do i liked writing out that (laughs) list of things for you danielle (laughs)
2: Lindsay made me a really sweet (laughs) request. it was very cute yeah i'm very lucky thank you to all my friends (laughs) (laughs) and my new friends
0: and hopefully the newer friends.
2: Yeah, all the herpers. Oh all the herpers. <laughs>
0: and the you know, tattoo artists that we're gonna meet. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. The list goes on. So, um, with Lindsay being our super mega producer, she knows that like we're gonna be doing a lot of activities. Like, and we and we want people, we want feedback from people's like um Activity lists and things that they do. Lindsay, as our first guest, what would you like to see me and Danny do as a, an adult activity? I what adventure of, would you want to uh, send us on? I
1: thought of a few things, but they, I figured they probably wouldn't be appropriate. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 well, she has this like really like scary grin on her face. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Ad- adult decision-making and gratitude was the real PG version <laughs> of Lindsay's Super PG. interview um, that we could have done. <laughs>
1: Um, but then, you know, I was listening to your, your meditation bit and whatnot and the, the piece on like the chocolate and just taking your time to enjoy the chocolate and, and all that, it popped into my mind. And I know you probably got, can't do this like right now, or if you did it right now, it probably wouldn't be as exciting, but I want you to come birding with me.
2: Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I want
1: you to come birding. Birding. Yes. Yes. So, like, come wander around nature and see kind of all the birds. That we can would be spy. so good.
2: I would love that, so, you actually. know, because that kind of... And slow us down. Right? And we can't talk as much. And we
0: can work on a meditation yeah. while we're Well, I there. find
1: it very zen. Like... Oh. I mean, normally I am mountain biking in yeah. the forest and I'm just like <laughs> blasting down the trails, not really, I mean, paying attention. So I don't like hit a tree or anything, but not really kind of noticing my surroundings. And I found it interesting going out with like camera or binoculars and just slowing down and seeing what's out there. And the diversity that we have of birds in our city is ridiculous. That's amazing. Like there's so much. So yeah, I want you guys to come out and do a birding I'll trip will only do sometime. it
2: after we look at that Reddit page of divorced, divorced Birds. Divorced Birds. Yeah. Okay. You know who you just, who I just realized you remind me of when you were talking about going through the forest? Um, do, did you ever see the movie Ferngully? Yes. Do you know who I'm going to say? Cause I don't know the character's name, but like the main little pixie yeah. girl. Like, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah.
2: she's I like really remember, cool. She's really cool. That's yeah. all. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> why I think of <laughs> Lindsay is really Lindsay cool. is really cool. A long time <laughs> yeah, since we'll I've have seen to watch. We'll have to watch that again. We'll put up a picture. Oh, we'll put up a picture of Lindsay. And
0: we'll have Lindsay Photoshop her face. Yeah, <laughs> as the <Pixie>. yeah as
2: <laughs> as yeah. The we're, we're gonna do lots pixie. of Photoshop. Yes. people will be confused. I'm Who gonna, is the
1: real Lindsay? I'm gonna do a lot of Photoshop. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> true. That is true. I could try my hand. I'm
1: sure you. I'm sure you could do well enough.
0: Maybe. I'm a jack of all trades. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else, Lindsay? I,
1: I don't know. If there's anything else. Anything
0: so you're not playing there. dodgeball anymore right now. You're just.
1: Um, I'm playing on Mondays. On Mondays, yeah, okay. Playing, yeah, playing Mondays. Played in a tournament yeah. this weekend. Yeah. So my body hurts. My knees hurt. Uh, I feel um, you. Yeah. Potentially considering hanging up the dodgeball shoes. Oh, no, no. I will I see. Know. We'll see. I don't know that's if we bad news for that. dodgeball, but good news for the
2: herpers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> good news for my knees. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess that's one of those decisions, right? It's like changing things a bit when, yeah, it's like yeah. you know, putting my body through too much stress and
2: and you never know what can happen because when I had to quit soccer and I started playing dodgeball, that's when I met Tim, right? That's how I got married.
0: That is, that yeah, is, it all ties together. There's always something unless you try new things and the good thing about hanging up your dodgeball shoes is that it's pushing you towards other things Mm -hmm. to do with your life right and like i mean that's not
1: for sure for sure yet but it's gonna be pretty soon i think yeah
0: and i mean i'm in i'm on that path of the same kind of road like i i don't know how much longer i'm going to be playing dodgeball for um i mean i play so many sports and i need to start cutting down and I've been veering towards music because it's, I know it's something that I can do as I get older, mm-hmm. right? Compared to playing sports and putting my body through a lot of stress and tension, I can just sit down and play guitar and only have to worry about getting arthritis in my fingers where I can't play guitar <laughs> anymore, you know? <laughs> like, but I can always sing and I love singing. So
1: There's so many things you can so do. So many things. So many things.
0: <laughs> as an adult, yep. there's so many things. So birding, that's yeah, something that gonna we're going to put that on our list. Yeah, that will yeah. be on our list. Yeah. We're going to put that on our list from Lindsay Olton. Birding. Birding.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Which is looking at birds.
1: Yeah, looking yeah. at birds, identifying them. Just in case somebody them. didn't know what
2: oh, yeah, birding means. Like yeah, maybe someone thought it was like it's, a new it's dance. Or gen- yeah,
1: let's do the chicken dance. <laughs> 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 it's generally an old people activity, I feel. But it, more younger people are getting it into depends,
0: it. It depends, though, because yeah, I mean.
1: More younger people.
0: I love nature. Like, I love, like, one of my favorite things, things to do when I'm on vacation is listening to the ocean and just listening to, like, the wind. And, like, especially in, like, the forest, the wind blowing through the trees and stuff like that is very peaceful. So, I mean, I would love that. Yeah, it's I cool
1: when you can start picking out, like, their different calls and all that. Yeah. My mother-in-law knows a lot about birds,
2: yeah. so this is great. Perfect. I'll have one she, more thing yeah. I can talk to her about. Talked about birds. And
0: I would definitely do that rather than hunting oh yeah I mean, like i I'd, yeah. oh, I'd rather lo- yeah look at birds and shoot i shoot them through a camera a camera than <laughs> a gun
1: yeah right.
0: that's great thank you so much Lindsay. um hey guys i hope you enjoyed listening uh, to today's episode Lindsay, thank you so much for joining us uh do you have any like plugs or shout outs to anybody that you want to say or anything like that
1: i don't know if i have any any shout outs um uh i do have an etsy store that sells like uh i sell a few of my uh, winona art prints on it i didn't even know that yeah it's called linzo art nice um i'm planning on putting some more stuff up there eventually
0: that's Um, awesome yeah do you put like your bird pictures on there i'm I'm going to yeah i'm going to do
1: prints of those the bird pictures and um and right now i'm i'm just selling a few of my like watercolor paintings of like winona herb characters cool. uh, i just sold one That's to someone awesome. in australia so oh, yeah so, so it's, it's cool. starting already <laughs> it's starting yeah it's 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 slowly starting so awesome. yeah so, so that, Lin- that was
0: at what linzo, linzo
1: art, art. With linzo with a z yeah.
0: so l-i-n-d-z
1: l-i-n-z-o-a-r-t perfect yeah well
0: if you guys want to buy some awesome art Check out Lindsay's art.
1: And if it's not up there, message me, and I will get you a print.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Thanks again, Lindsay. Thank you, um, guys. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Sorry, I keep thinking that people are watching us, but they're not. Thanks for listening to, to interact with us. Follow us at This Is Adulting on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.
2: And while you're there, why not just rate, subscribe, review us? You know, just give us all the nice comments in the world.
0: All right. That's it for today. Guys, we'll chat next week. See you later.
2: See you later.